this off. Let's make sure this works. Okay, well, forward-looking statements. Let's get those out of the way. I will be making some. I am uh, blessed to be on the stage with uh, three great gold explorers. In many ways, I'm the opposite of them, and by that, I don't mean a bad explorer. <laughs> I was thinking about how I would deliver that, but instead, we, uh, we're looking to aspire to be a, uh, a very good gold miner. And, uh, you know, we're a Mexican-focused gold developer. Within a couple of months, we should be cons uh, starting construction at our first gold mine and move into the gold building uh, phase. And I think what's interesting is you know, there are a number of ways you can play a gold market. I've always said the best way to really take advantage of gold is to be producing the stuff and be producing it efficiently. And I think we're one of maybe six or seven companies that right now would not be a gold producer if you looked at them, but within the next 12 months can be. So maybe we've been very lucky with this cycle. But uh, the key thing is we never needed higher gold prices for our business model, and I'll get into that. So um, as, uh, as Eric mentioned, uh, our team have built three mines in Mexico in the last 12 years. Uh, we are very proficient in low-cost heat leach projects uh, that require very low capital uh, to build. Uh, we have two 100% owned assets right now. Uh, the one that has everyone looking at is uh, Santana and Sonora. That's the most advanced one. That will be uh, the one that we will start construction of in uh, November. Um, I know in the interest of time, I'm going to rush through a few slides. I'd rather actually focus on a, a few key points. And it's funny, Eric mentioned execution because I designed a whole slide about execution today for you. Um, I will be at the, the booth afterwards, and, and this whole presentation is on the website. Execution. Funny you should mention that. Um, I first presented this story in May at MIF, and what a last four months we've had. Uh, didn't look like May or June were going to be too great, and then uh, I'm sure most of us spent half our summer updating the Kitco app to see where gold price was going. Uh, back then, I talked about a number of things that we planned to do, and I'm very happy to say that we did everything we said we we're going to do. And I, I hope that over the next 12 months now, you know, people can actually see that we execute on our plan. We had a warrant overhang. It's disappeared. We have no, no warrants in the company, basically, to speak of right now. Uh, we talked about permitting, um, you know, gave end of June guidance, hit end of June guidance. The final full permits at Santana, we gave guidance to September 30th because it is a bit of a best guesstimate. And we got them mid, or actually early August. Um, so everything we've done is about execution. I actually think most of our stock performances went, had very little to do with the gold price, but actually to do with this slide and our ability to deliver on what we say we're going to do. You know, everything I say, I think, you know, I should be held accountable for what I say. So I'm very careful with those words, and I'm very happy that our team has executed some, to make me not look like I, I'm an idiot up here. Uh, I can do that perfectly well myself. Um, so we have about a 70 million market cap right now, um, uh, just under 4 million in cash um, and cash and investment holdings from a recent deal of, of assigning an option to another company of roughly six and a half million. Um, fortunate to have a business model that uh, has played very well, not just with the analyst community, uh, with uh, Tyron at Cormark and at Kerry at uh, Hayward uh, covering us. Uh, recently this morning, Derek McPherson initiated coverage on us. And to speak to Eric's point about generalist investors, we're lucky that Donald Smith and Aegis Financial, two US generalists, 
like our business model, we're talking the generalist kind of language. They own 15%, Cisco owns 13%, um, management and other institutions about 16%. Uh, <coughs> the team here, and I won't dwell on this slide, in fact I won't dwell on many at this rate, um, were largely behind a company called Castle Gold, and I'll skip through to this. In 2008, the team built a 25,000 ounce a year operation in Mexico based off an initial resource of 300,000 ounces. They did it for 6 million US capex. Um, you know, and that's basically what we're gonna do again. We're gonna start small and start cheaply, and it, we're gonna expand the resource out of cash flow, which we think is far more shareholder friendly than, uh, than constantly doing the dance with the equity markets. In the case of Castle Gold, they, got, they were so successful, they got bought out two years later for $130 million. I've personally gone on record saying, I hope this is the last job I ever have in the industry, because it means we've been given the time to actually build this out on a multi-asset basis. So we have three assets, or 200% owned assets in equity exposure and a third. I'll quickly uh, talk through these uh, in the interest of time. Santana is permitted, we got our permits. Uh, we can start construction now. Uh, we will do that after the rainy season in November. Uh, expect to see a funding package uh, in place that will be non-equity for the construction build costs of Santana between now and when we start construction in November. And I want to put an exclamation point behind the fact that we will build this not requiring equity dilution to do so. Uh, Fortuna is the second asset that we want to bring on uh, thereafter. The two combined you know, give us 100,000 ounce a year production profile within a couple of years at somewhere around 800 US all-in sustaining costs. Um, and that's why we never needed $1,500 gold. We'll take it, absolutely. But uh, we're building projects that can withstand the worst gold prices we saw in this last cycle. So Santana will be a third, is in Sonora. Um, a great state, Silvercrest, another company Eric follows, recently got their permits there. Um, very mining friendly. It will be a 30,000 ounce a year operation to start, uh, and we will expand it out of cash flow. And uh, in news that we put out yesterday, we're, we're, we're still developing new targets on the project, but we'd like to expand those out of cash flow. We've done our bulk test mining. We did a 50,000 uh, bulk test uh, mine. Uh, these were the production design schematics uh, that were submitted for our permits. Um, and this is the exploration potential at large around it. The actual main Nicho zone up here is where our initial mines and pits will be. These are new targets that we're defining all the time around us. Uh, we think that they will allow the Santana project to grow considerably. So we want to be an explorer as well as a developer and, and producer. You know, who doesn't like getting assays back? Uh, um, Quickly, as I got about three minutes. This PEA uh, at Fortuna, it's a 50,000 ounce a year operation. We, uh, we use 1250 gold for all our assumptions. Uh, even at 1250 gold, it had an 11 month payback at the very modest 26 million US capex and a very strong internal rate of return. This is a five year starter pit that's three and a half to four grams per ton and about a six to one strip and very low all-in sustaining costs as a result. Uh, it will be the second mine that, bring, that we bring on. We will probably fund virtually all of that capex with debt. We don't mind taking debt on as a multi-asset company, especially when we've got the cash flow coming from the first operation. 
uh, again, the starter zone, and I can go through uh, this in greater detail at the booth. Uh, every asset we have has to have tremendous expiration upside. We want to tap that, and not to repeat myself too much, but we will tap it in a shareholder-friendly manner. Uh, a company that I think Gwen Preston will be talking about tomorrow, Prime Mining, uh, we assigned an option on this project to them, so we are 16% shareholders of Prime Mining. I encourage people to, to hear their story tomorrow. We love this asset. We felt it was important to have focus for our shareholders on the 200% owned project, so we did the transaction with them and have taken an equity interest. So what does this all mean? You know, basically over the next three years, we lo we're looking to go from zero to 150,000 ounces a year of gold production. We can do that for less than a combined 50 million US in capex, largely funded through debt, especially after the first cash flow can uh, be coming in from Santana. Um, from, these are charts from Cormark. Um, our production profile, we actually think can grow greater than that. Um, but, uh, you know, happy to go through uh, the Cormark reports with people. Uh, in terms of cash flow, again, all their projections were based on 1250 gold. Based on their numbers, we're looking at somewhere around 40 million US a year in free cash coming to our company every year after 20, 2021 onwards. Um, these, these assets for us are low cost and will we'll make great money at 1250 gold. Obviously, we're in the gravy zone right now at 1500. Um, what does that mean? Uh, you know, it should mean production re-ratings as we get into production, um, and we, we look forward to expanding our production base so that those re-ratings are, are considerable. Um, and with seven seconds to go, give me a 10, 15 seconds over this just to take you through the next 12 months. You know, and the importance of this, I call it real business in action because to me, Lots of companies have these charts, but can they, you know, and we all have our plans for the next 12 and 24 months. You know, I draw your attention to the four months since I was last here. We did everything we said we were gonna do, in most cases ahead of schedule. You know, our company has built mines before at ridiculously low capital costs and done it, you know, uh, highly successfully. Um, Castle Gold's asset is still the foundational asset of Argonaut Gold. Um, so we will start construction towards the end of the year uh, after the rainy season. There will be a funding package in place. In the meantime, hopefully we'll put out some great expiration results. Uh, last year, no one was really paying attention to the stock, but the numbers were great. And I know Eric was looking at them back then and, and seeing the, the potential of what we were drilling. So we will have some expiration sizzle, but we're all about building a mining business here. And, uh, you know, we're very excited to be able to come back probably sometime next year as, as one of these new gold producers that uh, uh, are coming to the sector, and there are very few of them. So uh, with that, and a full minute over this time, I apologize. I know lunch is waiting. I appreciate your time. Thank oh you. God,